0: Hi, I'm Brenda Reese, Freedom and Forgiveness Coach, and a person just like you that is learning to navigate life and all of its challenges. I teach a forgiveness process like no other. It's a blend of practical and spiritual forgiveness. This process guides you into knowing how unforgiveness can be keeping you stuck in your relationships both personally and professionally, and how it prevents you from releasing resentment and finding joy. Each week, I share practical and some not so practical tips, tools, and advice from myself and other people that are on this journey just like us. This is for you if you are ready to turn your pain into peace. Welcome to the Forgive Yourself Podcast. Hello and welcome to another fantastic conversation on the Unlocking the True Power of Forgiveness Secrets to Incorporating Forgiveness into Your Daily Life Summit. This summit is all about learning ways we can look at forgiveness differently and be able to define it for ourselves so we can live a forgiveness lifestyle, which means living a life knowing ourselves and accepting ourselves and not living our life afraid to be who we are. I am so excited to introduce you to Lori Appleby. Lori is a certified Radical Living Master Coach, and she uses intuitive energy healing in her client work. She's also certified in core shamanic healing and inspirational speaking, as well as being the creator of the Soul Adventure Journey to the Real Me, a gamified soul care practice where you use your intuition and inspired action to create clarity and transformation in your life. It's amazing, by the way. Lori gently guides the burned out, sensitive people pleasers like she was to let go of overwhelm, judgment, and resentment in a gentle and permanent way so they can heal their generational patterns and create a life they love through the power of radical forgiveness. Oh my gosh. Welcome, Lori. Oh, such a pleasure to have you.
1: Yeah, it is great to be here with you. Just thinking back about where we both started and yeah it's been a journey. <laughs> it has been
0: a journey and we met in uh, in the master coaching program for radical forgiveness and which was so powerful and then have continued um, keeping in contact and being able to share about radical forgiveness is really a gift to be able to do that mm-hmm. with you and I'm so grateful mm-hmm. and you live forgiveness. I mean, I, I'm, I'm excited to get into your game because that was really amazing in using that in my daily, as my daily self-care, as my daily you know, rituals. Mm-hmm. I would like to know if you would share, because a little bit about like, what got you into the radical forgiveness world? And, you know, and then we can talk about how have you made it a lifestyle for yourself?
1: yeah sure um well as i think most of us were i was guided uh it was really the last thing i was looking for was forgiveness and i had some codependent relationships and i finally had it break down so much that i was able to put up a a really strong boundary with a loved one and once i had that boundary up i i was very much like i didn't want you know my walls were up and i didn't want to let anything down and i very serendipitously met a forgiveness coach not radical forgiveness but another forgiveness coach and she was telling me how it's so free and i'm thinking i don't know i don't think i'm ready i barely got this person out of my life and i'm just trying to you know yeah. it was it was not a good healthy relationship so you know that happened and then uh, I'd say about six months later, someone introduced me to the Radical Forgiveness book. Okay. And so I started reading the book, you know, like, okay, I'll just kind of open up a little crack, just be a little bit willing. And there was some really tragic stuff going on in my family, um, more on my husband's side. And he had to travel to another province, I mean, in Canada. And I said, take the book with you because I think you you'll need it. So he took the book with him and it really helped him, you know, just cuz you know he was a lot of traveling, you know, just to keep his mind focused on something positive and and helpful. And then when he came back, I started reading it again and my grandmother got sick and passed away and and it was just seeing her in fear on her deathbed seeing her worried about what other people were thinking about her when she was only had a few, you know few weeks to live it really hit home for me it it made me think wow i have a lot of fear i care so much about what other people think of me is that how i'm going to end up and and it just it was just that pivotal time and she she really impacted me. And right about a month later, you know, I was on um, a a webinar with Colin Tipping, the creator, you know, late Colin Tipping. And, and it was just, you know, you could be a radical forgiveness coach. And I was just something inside. It was like, this is what I need to do. And that's how I got connected to that coaching that we did. And it was one of the biggest things I've ever done in my life. I didn't know anybody. I had to kind of just put my faith in this is, this is the right thing. And I really felt it, you know, there was just, it's hard to put into words, you know, when you're called, you're just drawn in and you know, it's the right thing, but you can't say why. Yeah. It was like that. And when I did that training and then I had to do all the modules after, cause I, I literally was a month, before. So I didn't have much time to do any of that. I was so new. (laughs) So I was cramming. And then after I really kind of did a lot of catch up after for a whole year after I did that training, and I just started thinking in the radical forgiveness way. But at first I started thinking only in the radical forgiveness way, which kind of was, you know, it was like, you know, the pendulum swings and I went to the other way. But then I was able to think in, you know, the 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 world of humanity, like we call it, like the normal way that most people think, and then started to think the radical forgiveness perspective. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I was, you know, just you know, these things that happen in our lives that really get us to, to re-evaluate everything. And in that re-evaluation and realizing I did not want to be like my grandmother, I was given here you go, here's here's the path. So that was kind of the very short version of how I came to take the Radical Forgiveness training. And it just changed everything. Uh, It just changed everything. It changed how I thought. It changed how I felt. It helped me to see all of the Judgments that I was holding around everybody, mostly myself, but, Mm -hmm. you know, it just, it really helped me to unravel all of this, you know, these stories that I had that I didn't have any control over my life. You know, other people needed to change for my life to be better. You know, all of these things we tell ourselves ego yeah. loves to, you know, make it really juicy. And big. And oh, yeah. Yeah. So there was a lot of work there and and I'm still on the path, as I'm sure, you know, and I'm sure you are because I don't think it ever ends. But yeah. but now I just think in the radical forgiveness way, like it's just a natural habit I'm still human. I still resist forgiving sometimes, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm upset and I think that I have, I believe I have to honor that. But there was a time when I was first learning this, that I was judging myself, thinking, (laughs) well, I know this now, so I need to be, but, but I forgot that I'm still human and Now I just have a whole lot more awareness and I have these amazing tools that helps me move from being in judgment and being with all these hurtful feelings and know what to do with it. And then I can, you know, get to the other side of feeling peaceful and and letting it go and not letting it take up all the space in my head for weeks and months and years. Um, Now I can unfold within a, a few days or a few weeks, all depending on, you know, what's coming up.
0: Oh, thank you so much for that. Because that's like the epitome of forgiveness is a choice, right? As we know and and as we learned, because it's like you had a choice to take and and you listened because this is also a part of of one of the many, many gifts that you share with your clients and with people is the tapping into the intuitiveness. You went with that, with that feeling, because how many times have we shut it down and you went with it. It was like I felt the same way when I met with a forgiveness coach, and and it was like, but I, I met she did radical forgiveness, you know, and I just right. felt like, just like, oh, you know, just like this is it. This is I don't know yeah. what it is, and I don't know what it's about, but I I know I need to do it, and and that's mm. powerful. And I am thank you for following that path. Mm. Because you have changed so many lives with that, with all the gifts that you bring. This living a forgiveness lifestyle Mm. is something that we've all kind of come to because it encompasses so many things. And Mm. in your bio, just the different things that you do, forgiveness isn't just about saying, I'm sorry. That's a part of it. But like you were saying, noticing the judgments within yourself and noticing the things about you that were interfering with others. And so how do you live a forgiveness? How would you define that? Or how would you talk to someone about living a forgiveness lifestyle? Mm, I mean, what things do you incorporate like into your daily life to be able to do that? I guess, does that make sense?
1: Yeah, Yeah, well, you hit on it. One of the biggest ones for me is is the intuitive side um, because I did not trust myself at all. Uh, and that was just based on what had happened to me in the past in childhood and making mistakes, making decisions that were really um, took me down a, a really hard and challenging road when I was younger. And in having those experiences, I grew to not trust myself because when I did make decisions, they were they were really I, I don't want to say bad or wrong because yeah. I know they all eventually led me to what I needed to learn and grow. Yeah. But at the time I thought they were, you know, they, it got me into a lot of trouble. It caused me a lot of grief. It, 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 you know, it really brought up a whole bunch of challenging, hard experiences that I had to go through in making those decisions. So that group taught me at the time. You don't make good decisions. Don't trust yourself. So then I started trusting what was going on outside mm-hmm. of me and other people. So I put other people as the authority of me. And then I just was giving my power away over and over and over again. And so I I do believe now, because of the work that I've done, that all of that was absolutely purposeful because I had to go through all of those experiences and I had to experience what it was like to give my power away and not trust myself. Yeah. And now living a radical forgiveness life is that I, um, I'm very compassionate with myself. Mm. You know, yes, judgments still come up. Absolutely. But I was the biggest judge of myself. My mother never openly judged me. It's very strange when I tell people that they're like, really? No, she judged the whole world, but she never judged me. She oh, didn't wow. I, for I don't I don't I still don't understand, but that she didn't. She was always the very supportive mother. She, you know, she was the everyone used to think I had the coolest mom because I did. But, <laughs> but but my mom never judged me. Even when all these things happened where I got in trouble and all that, she was always there for me. And I was the one that judged myself. I took it all on and and I just was judge, jury, prosecutor, everything. So that's how it was for me, but other people maybe they had a parent or someone that was very judgmental of them. So I don't think it really matters who's judging if you know the judgments are what holds that um I'm not, you know, good enough, or there's something wrong with me, or I don't have enough or whatever in place, right? It's the mm-hmm. judgment. So now, because I've done all this work and living a radical forgiveness lifestyle, when a judgment comes up, which it does, because I'm human, and, and it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I know that it's it's a clue to show me where there's some work to do, right? Yeah. And, and I don't immediately go to it and start doing it. I allow things to unfold. Before I thought I had to do everything right away and and get it done. But now I just pay attention. I notice what I notice. I use my intuition and I allow things to unfold because I know that I'm being guided and I trust and believe that I'm being guided. So that is really one of the biggest gifts that I would say doing radical forgiveness has done for me besides helping me to heal my relationship with my, you know, my partner, my family, myself, the self-forgiveness was huge. But it's it, tangibly like I wanted to give you like that is what it's done is as I trust that life is happening for me. And I trust that everything that shows up in my life, good, bad, or ugly, whatever you want to label it, it's all purposeful. It's all happening for me. And I just need to be aware and open to what the learning is, to what the direction is, and how, and following that. And that alone for me, has just brought me so much peace because I don't feel like I have to figure everything out. I don't feel like I have to like, I didn't do this. I didn't do enough. And that was a big thing for me. Now I can just, okay, that's interesting. Noticing, noticing, observing, observing. Oh, I'm having some feelings. Okay, I'm going to feel that. Yes. Today was a hard one. And then another day, oh my God, I feel so good. This was so good because I allowed myself to have feelings the, the last oh, day. And I was like the queen of, pushing all my feelings down because it wasn't safe for me to have feelings. I was told, like many of us, quit crying, I'll give you something to cry about. Oh yes. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay, crying's not allowed. You know, that's a that was the belief system that I came up with. So, you know, all of these things, radical forgiveness, doing this work has given me so many gifts of really tuning into how I feel and what shows up and Following it day by day, just in the day, in the moment. And to me, that is such a gift because my ego was like always looking for the next thing, always not happy and satisfied. And you know, it's still there. But the the strength of being connected to my higher self, my observer, my connection with source, God, whatever you know people call it, that alone now I I never feel alone. I never feel like, oh, I'm not gonna be able to handle anything because I know I can, because I know life's happening for me. And I know that I have tools and I have processes and I'm loved and I am capable and I am intuitive and I can do it. So that's my like take on what radical forgiveness is and the lifestyle. So yes, of course, something comes up and I have tools and I do the forgiveness work, but It's taught me to trust myself. And because I was able to forgive myself and have compassion for myself, I can trust myself. Well, and then you learn to trust others, right? And that, yes. And then I was able to trust life in general and other people. Because I would trust everybody. I used to trust everybody. I had no idea like there was bad people out there and all that. So I was super naïve. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then I went and didn't trust anybody. And now I'm at the happy meeting. <laughs> like, not that I don't trust people, but I trust me. I'm the authority. I don't get a good vibe off someone. I'm like, oh, duly noted, you know, paying attention, but not, you know, jumping to any reactions or anything.
0: Oh, I love yeah. that. And I thank you for bringing that forward about that this process helps us learn to trust ourselves. It helps us learn to look at the stories and the judgments and the things within us rather than all that outside of us because we're all taught to go outside. You know, really, most of us are like, I need my validation. I need all of that. And then that leaves us empty inside. And that's kind of like you were sharing how I felt. It's like, then we do that pendulum swing with everything. And have the tools. And that's the one thing with radical forgiveness that it gave me a process. It gave me tools so that I didn't have to guess. Cause you know, like we, we always teased about, you know, in training and all that, when you hear, just let go, let go of what? Right. You know, (laughs) let go of what? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's really valuable. And there's all these different processes that you shared about, And, you know, cause we cover quite a bit in radical forgiveness, mm-hmm. you know, and so forgiveness of others, ourselves, and even money and all of this that, that we do. And then you bring in your own processes, but what, what is your favorite radical forgiveness mm-hmm. process?
1: Oh, that's a hard one. Like I did, depending on what's going on, I have a favorite, right? So if it's like, I have a lot of judgment around like someone else in my life, you know, which doesn't come up as much anymore, but it does still come up when there's something big, then it's the radical forgiveness worksheet, like the long Mm -hmm. worksheet, because then I, the language in that is incredible. And I can really like break down my patterns and, and see what my belief systems are. If I'm beating myself up about something or I messed up and, and, you know, being okay, getting it wrong is still a thing for me. Like, you know, so the self forgiveness worksheet is my favorite. However, in the moment, in the regular everyday moment, it's the emergency process. That's yes. the, like, so the other ones are depending, forgiveness, self-forgiveness or forgiveness. But yeah. the everyday life, when things just happen and show up, it's the emergency process, the four-step process. I, that's my favorite one because I don't have to have anything in front of me. I can literally do that in my head with my breath and, and, and just go through it. So I can do that anywhere, anytime.
0: Oh, so that would yes. be like
1: the ultimate one.
0: Oh, I love that too. And we'll talk a little bit more about that because I know yeah. that you do you do a lot of things around that. And I found mm-hmm. that to be valuable too, that
1: one mm-hmm. and the 13 step process was helpful. I love that one too. That's the one I do with clients and then I incorporated the shamanic healing with is the 13 oh. step. So that one I do more for clients, not as much for me. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. No, that's yeah. really, oh, I love that. Now, when
0: when we talk about radical forgiveness and we talk about the steps and what do you think is the hardest one for people? I get asked this a lot. So I'm curious about you. Is that out of these steps, what do you think is the hardest for people to be able to step into out mm-hmm. of our five steps?
1: Well, I guess it's the reframe. I think it's the re like I for me, I find it depends on the person, but I think overall, if I was going to say like generally, it would be the reframe, yeah, yeah, yeah the and final the that's
0: because yeah, because we're looking at it from a different perspective,
1: yeah, and,
0: you know, and I think that's one thing that I really valued like you you've been talking about the whole time here about shifting our perspective right? Mm-hmm. Which changes your energy. And it helped you when we shift that yeah. perspective. And And it's not something I think that people can jump into, like it takes a little time. Don't you think yeah. sometimes because like Absolutely. you were saying, at first, it's like, it's all radical, because we're looking at life as wait a minute, life is happening for me. Does that mm-hmm. mean everything does that mean that they're right and I have to condone behavior and I have to Mm, do all these things? And so, you know, it's like, no, 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 no. It's just looking at it from our perspective because we all like you, me, we've all gone through trauma and been victimized and it Mm. doesn't say that that was right. Right, But the the great thing, like you were talking about was being able to shift that perspective with like what we're talking about is the reframe. And being able to look at it from the world of spirit versus the world of humanity, yeah, and that really helped me a lot.
1: Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I also find there's value when people get stuck on a looking at the reframe, yeah, and and just I came I came up with this really just because everything that's been going on the past several years and seeing how everyone has a different perspective and realizing that nobody's right and nobody's wrong you know and and when we're in judgment we think one person's right or a group of people are right and another group of people are wrong and what i've found has been really valuable and what i've learned in all of this is that i don't have to be married to any perspective mm. but there's value in looking at it from all different perspectives so that's what i do really try to do Mm. is we always start with the victim perspective right the poor me or i got wronged or something bad happened and there is value in that perspective because we know we must start there we must start there if we don't start there then you know we're bypassing yeah and then automatically brings up the feelings and then we start to look at in the third stage collapsing the story Then we start to look at it, you know, from different perspectives. Well, what was fact? What was interpretation? What what was it like in the other person's shoes? So we're kind of like looking at it from more more perspectives. And then we move into the reframe. So when I guide clients through it, I'll say to them, listen, this final perspective that we're looking at, is just a perspective. You don't have to believe it. It's just another one. And then when I look at, out in the world and I, and you know, just everything that happened in the last few years and not to get into it, but there were so many different perspectives and I really made a point of listening and asking people and zipping it and just letting them share their perspective. And honestly, that's just what people needed. And I listened to people that had a completely opposite perspective than I did, but I just dropped my judgment and really opened my heart and listened to them because i wanted to learn yeah i wanted to learn what they how they felt what was it like from their per, their point of view through their lens and i tell you it was beautiful it mm-hmm. doesn't mean i had to agree with them no but there was a connection that we could make and i could see that they truly felt and had valid points and reasons and beliefs of what what their perspective was did it match mine no but that didn't matter And it allowed me to have compassion for them, for me, and drop that all that judgment that somebody's right and someone's wrong, because that is the world of humanity. But we know that the reframe that there is no right or wrong, it just is. Yes. So just this whole this whole idea of looking at everything through various perspectives, and that everyone has one, a, a judgment, an opinion, whatever you want to call it. It's all different perspectives. And that's what makes us unique. And really, your perspective is in your beliefs, or what's true for you, and mine are what's true for me. And if I want to change what I believe is true, then I must shift my perspective. So I find that the more perspectives I can hold, the more aware and open I am, and then I don't feel judgment. Oh, I just know what is right for me. What feels right for me today might not feel right for me in a year, but it feels right for me now in this moment. And we know that the power is in our present moment. Yes. So that's kind of how I've approached it with radical forgiveness, that it's all perspectives have valid in just looking at them. We're just, look, we're just, okay, now I'm going to try on this perspective. That's what I'll say to clients. Look, let's just put that hat on. Okay, now I'm going to try on this one. Okay, now I'm going to try that. And and the more perspectives we can be open and just, you know, look at, yeah. it gives us, expands our consciousness, really. Oh, it does.
0: Thank right? you. Yeah, that was so beautiful you said, because Thank when you. we can hold all those perspectives without feeling like I'm right, that's the problem. Yeah. I'm right. They're right. They're right there. Everybody feels right. And and we justify that righteous, right? Anger, that righteousness. And it's like, well, wait a minute. True acceptance is about accepting the other person and myself for who I am. And, and then just being able to hold that in. I think when you mentioned peace earlier about feeling peace within your body, That's big because that's that peaceful place. That's that curiosity place. When we feel safe, we can have these energies and we can hold that. And the only way to yeah. get safe is to know what's going on inside of us, yeah. like you were talking yeah. about, and then being able to, I love that you mentioned the collapsing because that was powerful for me, understanding mm-hmm. what the fact was versus my suffering. What what was I right. making up about this, about me, yeah. about them, about mm-hmm. <laughs> a world? Yeah. And that's what helps us change the world is what you yeah. just talked about. And I know you do a lot of that and you share that energy and you speak about it because it is, that's what this forgiveness platform was based on. That you know, that's what yeah. Colin wanted was to be able to shift yeah. the energy of the mm-hmm. world to live in forgiveness mm-hmm. for each other. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, and that whole love and accepting just as we are.
0: Imperfect.
1: Yes, you know, we are flawed, and imperfect beings who have made mistakes and, and, you know, and, 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 you know, I'm not talking about the whole gamut, you know, there's some terrible things that go yes. on and I'm not saying that's okay, or anything like yeah. that. We learn, right? It's either a call for love or an expression of love, right? Yeah. And those who are doing things that are harming others, that's a call for love. They're, they're deeply in pain and they're suffering and they're projecting it out and I can see their perspective from and have compassion for it but not say it's okay at the same time you know which is where we get caught because people think what I'm supposed to be okay with their perspective no 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 that's not what I mean you can have a bitter understanding and drop the judgment because really we know the judgment's only hurting me right it's not nothing's happened to them Right, oh, wow. they're they're just still doing their same thing, right. but judgment holds the energy in place. So if I can, you know, just see them from that compassionate point of view, not saying it's okay, but knowing that it's coming from a place of suffering and, and victimhood yes. and or perpetrator, which is the same energy, then I I'm not feeding it. Yes, say. I'm, feeding it. But when I'm holding my judgment and I'm making it wrong, all I'm doing is feeding it and I'm making it stronger. So when I can like collapse it and just have compassion and see it for what it is and know that they're somehow, we're playing this out for whatever reason that I don't know. And I'm not probably ever going to know. And I don't need to know. I got to stay in my lane. Right. (laughs) But you know, when these things come up, right. So I just want to address that because someone might be thinking, Why you can't like you know think it's okay and 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 we're not and that's a big thing we're not saying that it's okay and that's not what forgiveness is right I know you know this it's not it's not okay to um we're not saying it's okay that someone hurt someone or or you know did harm to someone we're freeing ourselves from allowing it to take up real estate in our own. Had in our own mind, in our own body. Yeah.
0: Well, it's taking our energy and and being energetic beings, right? I mean, and that you you doing the work you do with the shamanic work and the intuitiveness. And that was my biggest thing was learning, like, oh wait, if I'm if I'm mad at them, if they're wrong, if this, 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 it's all out there. What about me in here? It leaves me nothing. And, Mm -hmm. and it was like learning to kind of pull that energy back in and go, Oh, wait, let's have compassion here. And then not saying anything's right or wrong, getting to a place of understanding where we sit. Well, I guess because like you probably went through this too, because I didn't even really know how I believed, right? I got to be more solid in who am I in the world? through this work and it's like oh and then i can hold this then i can honor other people right Mm -hmm. it's like oh you've had trauma too or you've had this happen too or you know so ooh, i don't have to like you just said i don't have to agree Mm -hmm. and i also want to move forward yeah And so how can I listen and understand the different perspectives, stay solid in my own so that Mm -hmm. I can now move and not be tethered to these other people or these other beliefs or these
1: other feelings? Oh my God, that was so
0: beautiful.
1: And that's just what this work does, right? Is it gives us all the, you know, just by simply going through one of the processes, you just naturally get to that state. Yes. It's it's just it's amazing.
0: (laughs) It is amazing. It's so is amazing. And I love what you bring and how you help your clients because you bring in some extra things. And that's what I want to talk to you about Mm. was the game. Yeah. What inspired you to create because I know I was in awe when you introduced this the soul adventure game. And of course I just had to do it. And it's so cool because you learn to trust yourself through this game. Mm.
1: So can you speak,
0: how, what inspired you to create it and kind of what, what is
1: the? Absolutely. So yeah, I was doing radical forgiveness. I was, you know, looking at my ego and, and I was helping others and, you know, just, I was also breaking down a lot of belief systems. This, you know, I was, I wasn't working for someone anymore doing the nine to five. So kind of it started that I was, I think it was like a Wednesday, middle of the day. I'm laying on the grass. It was summertime. I'm looking up at the clouds. And I was learning about how to ask expansive questions to just put the question out there into the field and the answers will come back. Right. Yeah. And so I did that. I was like, how can I make this work more fun? How can I make this work easier? And and still healing because I was finding that it was weighing me down. Oh, it was, yeah. you know, the healing, it gets pretty heavy, right? It does. And I, yeah. And I also saw that people were doing, you know, you do the healing work or you're, oh, I'm getting on this spiritual path. I'm starting to realize there's more than just me and, and everything. And, and then I found that like me, myself, and also others, we want to do it all. And we yes. all wanted to like, <laughs> you know, I got to do it all. I got to learn it all. And yes. I got to get it right. And, and all of that. And it was very serious. And I was like, this is way too serious and heavy. How can I make this fun and, and lighter and easier, but still healing and magical even? And, mm-hmm. and I kept asking that question for a couple of weeks and I had already booked a ticket to a conference in the States. And I went to this conference. It was like a entrepreneur's conference. I think it was Time and Freedom. I think it was called Ooh. And the very first Person I had for my workshop was a game developer, and her name's Jean Barry. She's a game inventor mentor. <laughs> oh, cool! And she's an awesome woman, and uh, she had created a game. And she was just talking about gamifying your business, gamifying your life, creating fun processes that help you to open up your intuition and to guide you on what your next step today. And I was very in my left brain about everything. Yes. And so, this at first, I was like, uh, and then all of a sudden, I think partway through the conference, it was like, hey, I was asking for this. I was asking, how can I I love that? It's here. If I don't like answer the call, then. (laughs) Right. So, I just took the next step, you know, okay, let's chat. Let's have a chat after the conference. Okay, let's do that. And it just one thing led to the next. And really, I call it a game, and that's just for the ego right? Because when the ego gets wind that you're doing the inner work, it's going to try to stop you. And although ego still stops you from playing a game too, because they thinks it's a waste of time. And, you know, there's got to be like a a win-lose objective and things like that. Those things came up too. But really, it was to give us a daily practice that helped and and my main um, clientele is women to help women. I was like, saw the busy woman, you know, who's has a family and has a job and is focused on everyone else. And she knows this work that is important to her and she's drawn in, but she doesn't have the time or the energy to do it. So you, you play the game once a day or, And then you have something to focus on that kind of that touchstone, that talisman for every day, this mantra that you create that came from your energy connected to the cards, connected to your heart. What do I need to know today? I'm open to receive a message. And then you pull a card from each deck. And you have an affirmation and you have a chakra card, which is learning about a part of yourself based on the chakra system. And then you also have an energy of mindfulness, healing or creating, Mm -hmm. which I found were the three main energies that were really important to focus on on our healing spiritual journey. So you take these cards and then you create this mantra for yourself and you just focus on that for the day. Or you could focus on them for a few days. and yeah. and then you track your cards, and then you start to see your patterns. So that tied in the patterns with this little, yes. with the with the radical forgiveness. So really, how i I met Jean and and this is her results card deck system for the game. This is the game here.
0: Oh, yes, love. However,
1: it. um the affirmations was all my idea. Um, the, the chakras was hers, but hers, she has another game, but it's more around business. And this was like all the different parts of ourselves, because when I was learning radical forgiveness, I was learning we have all these selves, right? All the different parts of us. So it was kind of based on that. So really what I did was I mind mapped everything and then we created, started putting it together and that's how it kind of came about. And it's the journey to the real me. It's like we're on this journey to connect with the truth of who we are. And every single card in this game is a part of the truth of who we are. And we get a different combination of it each time we play. And the play aspect is to open us up to receiving insight, being open and curious and imaginative. Uh, Because that's when the guidance can really come in when we're not... Nothing has to be... There's no judgment in there. It's all... Playful and children, they're so they receive so much imagination and play and, and ingenious in ideas because they aren't in judgment, they're just open and receiving it's coming in so naturally. So, this was to help us to connect with that inner child aspect of us ourselves as well. Oh. And see how you know what do I need to focus on today? And it's amazing. You pull a card. And you're like, oh my god, that's exactly what I was thinking. That's exactly what I yes. needed to hear. So it also builds the self trust, and we create positive self talk. Yeah, all the things that are naturally we're hardwired to not do. To yeah, not trust self to not have positive self talk to not be intuitive. We're like, and this is so. This is like a natural fun, light way to reprogram ourselves and get to know who we are.
0: Oh, I love that. And where can people get that game?
1: They can get it. We ship a flat fee in the United States and I charge in Canadian dollars. So it's okay. definitely a good um, yeah. a good value. But you can get it at souladventuregame.com. Oh, and yeah. right on there, you go to the game and then like, you know, buy the game. And then you'll see where it says flat, flat rate sh- US shipping. Great! So oh my for god, eighty-eight dollars Canadian. It's whatever that works out to American. Yeah, it's sixty something. You know, and it, you also get online resources. You know, I have a whole playbook with all these resources. You get a, a Facebook group if you want a community, and and then I have a whole bunch of supportive videos as well. So there's it's a lot. It's 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 not a one and it's like something like it's a practice to it's get a practice to focus yeah. inward right? Because we're so outward focused. It's to get you to start focusing inward.
0: And it helped me to identify some beliefs and patterns as I was doing my work. Oh my gosh. And having the community, having the Facebook where you could ask questions and you answer and, and being able to share with other people, it really helped because that's one of our things is identifying those patterns that people don't. And it was, it's a fantastic tool to add to like our daily routine or weekly or however people want to mm-hmm. do it so thank you so much oh, for following that
1: that instinct thank you for yeah. I'm so glad that you see the value and and oh. it was truly really inspired from the radical forgiveness work Oh, thank you.
0: Thank you. Cause we all can use those tools, especially for starting out or just like I was in the middle of my, you know, path yeah. and, and having it. So it doesn't matter where you're at, having this tool. No is beautiful and amazing. So thank you. And thank as, you. uh, you know, and as we were talking about earlier, because and understanding our beliefs patterns and then not judging ourselves, mm-hmm. um, because you work a lot with judgment, like how do I release the judgment? And I know mm-hmm. that you have, cause we've talked about peace and I know that you have a beautiful free gift from judgment to the power of peace, which is yeah. so amazing. Could you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, this is, it's a, you're going to sign up onto my love letter list and you will get four very short videos explaining each step so it's a four simple step process and this is going to help you to see where you're stuck in judgment and you can use it on like an actual situation and resentment and just to ease you into peace and calm it helps it helps you identify what your feelings are the core beliefs that are driving that so you're going to get a lot of awareness and also see where your judgments have these hidden meanings that really can help you to become more aware of them in your regular everyday life. Because really, we know it starts with awareness, right? We mm-hmm. we go on autopilot. We don't even realize we're doing what we're doing. And once we become more aware, that's when we can actually choose, make a different choice. But so if we're not aware of something, we can't choose. So Doing this worksheet and practicing with it will teach you how to shift how you feel, how you show up in the world, and also give you healing because it is a forgiveness process. So, oh. Yeah, and it's, it's valuable. It's, it's very valuable. It's my favorite one. It's the oh. emergency, but it's I guide you through it and you know, you can use it on any one, you know, any a situation, a person
0: that course out there. Thank you. Thank you for offering that because that four-step process is powerful. And so I'm glad that you walk people through. So Lori, you have been amazing. This has been like a little mini masterclass in in forgiveness. (laughs) And I'm so grateful to you. And do you have any parting words for those that are starting on their journey or in it or how maybe helping people? How do you start living a forgiveness lifestyle?
1: How do you start? Well, um, I think the best way to start is to have compassion for yourself that no matter what you've been through, where you are now, what you've done or not done, forgiveness is for you. It's for you to be able to shift and change how you think. Mm. And when we change how we think, which it changes how we feel. When we change how we think and feel, it changes what happens outside of us because we create our reality right? From what we think and feel because our belief systems, you know, are going to show up in our outside world. So no matter where you are, you can do this work and and it's not hard. It's really not hard because Colin created these simple processes. Yes, you may have things, areas that you're stuck in and that's what you and I are for. We're here to guide people, but there's so many resources out there. So just, If this is resonating, I encourage you to look into it and just take it one day at a time. You know, that if I could say anything about how I had to tackle a lot of my issues, because I had a lot one day at a time. I couldn't just do it all. So every day, you know, you're gonna get closer and closer. And then you're gonna look back and go, wow, look at how far I came. Oh
0: that's my that's my advice. That's beautiful. Thank, thank you, you, Lori, for sharing you and your thank heart you. with with all Thanks of the people listening. It. And and yeah, check into her mm. free gift and and really take advantage. Check out her website. The link will be there. Um, OurPurposefulJourney.com dot com is, is yeah. for Lori, which I absolutely love. And yeah. it is on purpose. And so thank you,
1: Lori, for everything thank you've shared you. today. And thank you for having me and thank you for doing this summit. You know, this is such an important subject and I think it's, you know, you're, you're a really great interviewer and I'm really excited to listen to the other guests that you have on. So thank you for taking, you know, all your time and effort to do the summit, to spread radical forgiveness out there because it's such a powerful tool. And, you know, we're, we're part of that mission to create a world of forgiveness. So we
0: are. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Brenda. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did enjoy it, would you do me a favor and share this episode and then follow us on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss one episode of the Forgive Yourself podcast, where every Friday you will get tips, tools, and stories so that you can turn your pain into peace. Take care.